I was listening to a uh, podcast uh, by uh, Michael Sandler. It's called the Inspire Nation Show. You should check that out because that's a daily show where you have really inspirational and motivational uh, interviews with different people uh, sharing their thoughts and all kinds of topics. That's absolutely fantastic. And this one lady was on it, the, the, the lady who was interviewed, uh, it's an author called Sarah Hayes Coomer. And she has written a book called Physical Disobedience. And basically she was talking about how we are expected to fit into certain norms, you know, about how we should look, you know, weight-wise and things like that. And she has learned from her own personal experience not to do that, to disobey those rules, so to speak. So that's got me wondering about other ways where we are perhaps forced to or maybe manipulated or are we indeed inspired to conform to other people's ideals, what they feel, they feel we should look like or act and so on. So that's what I'm going to be covering in this particular episode. Hi, my name is Jerry Sadler and welcome to the Punk Living Journal, the podcast which is raising awareness about living in a more peaceable, unified, nurturing and cooperative way so that we can learn how to fit into society in a way which is better and ideal for us. So as I said, I've been uh, looking at these things you know, as to whether, <coughs> excuse me, whether we should be fitting ourselves into these little pigeonholes, if you like, about how we should look and so on. I mean, if I take myself, I mean, I'm five foot seven, you know, which is 1.7 metres. So I'm not that tall. Weight-wise, I'm 76.3 kilograms, which works out as 168.2 pounds, or just over 12 stone. Now, I'm not classed as obese, but I would be classed as overweight by the uh, body mass index and things like that because of my height. Then uh, I think my ideal weight is supposed to be something like 74 to 75 kilos, which is about 10 stone something. Now, or it might even be a bit less. Now, that's fine. But I'm happy the way I am. You know, yes, you know, I'm generally speaking, I'm very slim. But I do have a bit on the middle, which perhaps I'm not 100% happy about. But I'm working on that. I do a lot of walking around and so on. Drink less beer. <laughs> that certainly does help as well. You know, uh, but it's not so much the beer, it's what you eat with it. So I've cut down on that. I've changed my diet. You know, I'm, I'm eating some healthier stuff, but I'm still eating other stuff that I enjoy as well. So I do everything in moderation. And I think that for me, that works. That's the secret where you don't have to go on special diets and special programs and, and things like that. You just eat what you like, but in moderation. And I will admit, <coughs> oh, excuse me, I will admit, you know, a few years ago, I had a thing about big people so because I blamed them basically for being who they were you know whether through overeating or being lazy lack of exercise and things like that but I've since learned that is not always the case that it is the case in some cases obviously some instances but it's not always the case you know it, it can also be the way they're brought up because of their parents what they've inherited from the parents what they've been programmed 
uh, by the parents, you know, the, the childhood programming that they received that's made them that way, that they've become big and so on. But then I started to look back in history. And if you look back in history, you know, paintings from the Renaissance times, so that's like three, four hundred years ago, uh, or even a more recent past, say Victorian times, the ideal woman was plump, you know, curvy, with childbearing hips and things like that. And certainly you see a lot of women like that today. It's starting to come out again today. And it's, it's a much more preferable way for women because they, they feel a bit more comfortable with it, especially once they've had a child. Many tend to uh, put on weight. But then we started to get into like the 60s and 70s where, you know, the clothes were more designed for slimmer people, slimmer women, especially. Uh, it started off, I'm not, I'm not blaming her, but it started off with Twiggy. Everybody wanted to be like Twiggy. But then they, they, the fashion industry kind of took that to extremes. And then you start getting humongous cases, and you still get it, of uh, food disorders, you know, bulimia uh, and, and anorexia and things like that. And, and people were dying because they were trying to be this ideal vision that you see in the magazines, on adverts, you know, and elsewhere, you know, walking around, and that's how they're portrayed. You see all these celebrities who are looking, in my opinion, very gaunt, but they're supposed to be the ideal thing for women to look at, to be. And obviously, people, other girls and, and young girls especially, were trying to copy that, to compare themselves with that, and they've been unsuccessful, and that was causing a lot of anxiety and stress, and still does. But more recently, like with the Dove adverts and so on, you, you're seeing a, a, a return, you could say, to, to a plumper woman. You know, accepting yourself as who you are. If you're a bit overweight, so what? It doesn't matter. You know, accept yourself as who you are. And the same goes for guys. It's not just for women. I'm saying mainly for women because, they're, to be honest, they're the ones who worry more about their weight than anyone else. <coughs> oh, excuse me. And... You know, and that has always been the case, you know, in more recent times. So, sometimes we get inspired, say, by fashion, a certain type of fashion. We want to wear those clothes because it, it makes us look good, it makes us look cool. But is that somebody else's ideal of how you should look? Sometimes it is. Sometimes, or in many cases, it's a case of, you know, a fashion designer designs something, puts it out on the market, and it just takes off, just like it goes viral, just like a YouTube video would go viral or something like that, and it becomes mainstream fashion. And that's fine. But other forms of fashion, you know, they only, only seem to make clothes which fit the smaller people, as in thinner, you know. And certainly in my case, I struggle to get, with my little short legs, <laughs> jeans and trousers and so on, that fit. You know, because you know, the, the, the seems to be the the average leg length is 30, 31 centimeters, and and I'm only at 29, maybe 29 and a half at a push. So if I if I get a pair of jeans with my waist size, which is 34 inch, but it's, it's got a, a, a inside leg of 29 centimeters, I know I'm mixing up the measurements here, but uh, 
it doesn't matter but you get the idea I've got jeans then which for me have got long legs which are uh, fitting incorrectly they're not fitting comfortably they they're scrunched up on the top of my shoes or they're they're dragging on the floor even in some cases and I have to maybe go get them tailored you know, to adjusted or maybe wear braces I could do that as well <laughs> but other, other times you know I'd have to shop around sometimes and I'll, I'll find stuff that'll fit but that also goes for you know our health for our well-being for our diets and so on we get told what we should be uh, looking like what we should weigh what we should drink what we should eat is that right is that the right thing to do I don't believe it is I don't believe it is I don't believe that for one minute I believe everybody should be able to eat whatever they like so long as it's in moderation that's my only stipulation because if you do overeat obviously you are going to get excessively heavy and that, that will lead to all kinds of health complications yeah, and that's where the, the heart disease and the the uh, ankle and knee joints get seriously affected and you know and diabetes and things like that it's also yeah you know the kinds of foods if you eat too much of certain kinds of foods you know this it will have health problems especially with the, the stuff to put in these junk foods anyway however if you eat a balanced sort of diet you know you, you can eat more say more veg and, and fruit and so on but if you want to eat meat you eat meat if you want to eat dairy you eat dairy you know if you want to eat chocolate you eat chocolate as simple as that there's nothing wrong with a bit of sugar you know there's nothing wrong with a bit of chocolate even dark chocolate is good for you because it, it's you know in small amounts because it, it, it creates that happy feeling within you it gets the endorphins going but to be told what we should eat and when to eat and how much to drink and not to drink that's just like governments or these health institutes or whatever trying to control our lives and I feel that through all these adverts and the media and all these reports these endless reports you know they're trying to not inspire us into a healthier lifestyle they're trying to manipulate us into their version of an ideal lifestyle and they're not allowing us to choose our own ideal because now you know you know just recently there was a report came out saying that fruit sugar in fruit is just as bad as normal sugar I mean what kind of rubbish is that they're trying to encourage us to eat more fruit then they turn around and saying oh but the fruit sugar is bad for us and how you know what I mean says you, you don't know what to believe really you don't know what to turn to you know who to turn to for proper advice because it seems to be that every health person expert or whatever you want to call them seems to have their own idea diets work for some people they don't work for everyone each one has their own way of losing weight or reducing weight I don't say losing weight because if you lose weight you only find it again but to reduce weight and yes physical exercise comes into it but that doesn't mean you have to go into the gym and pound a treadmill for hours on end or go swimming lengths and lengths and lengths or whatever some regular exercise walking is just as good as going to the gym you know you can do bending and stretching exercises at home you know you don't have to go to the gym for that you can save a lot of money in doing so so all these things at gyms and so on they were the fads that come out of the 80s through all the videos you used to have with all these fitness people 
getting onto your on into your face really saying you need to do this you need to do that you know and wear these sexy leggings while you do it no you if you're following that you are not creating your ideal figure or your ideal body you're creating somebody else's ideal figure and this goes for the guys that said as well you know going into the gym to do weightlifting and so on guys what you've got to remember is later on when you stop that is going to turn into just masses of fat it's as simple as that and then you'd be worse off then than you are now perhaps so toning up yes there's nothing wrong with toning up but you don't have to look like mr universe you know you don't have to take all these steroids and things like that which can have a, a, a damaging effect on your health as well as your brain you know you don't have to look like arnold schwarzenegger you know we I mean, look at him now he's starting to pile in the pounds so is uh, what's his name is it claude van damme he's starting to pile on the pounds because they don't exercise as much in the gym they don't work out as much so after a while you know all this exercising and so on it's just going to turn to fat anyway and you know as i said before back in the day older older times if you were fat you were considered to be healthy and wealthy because even in the bible it's talking about people growing old and getting fat you know and being wealthy as a result of that it was a sign of being fit you know as in uh, fit in mind fit in body fit in health and so on and yeah i just all i'm saying is choose your own ideal don't allow yourself to be conformed or fit into a little pigeonhole which is somebody else's ideal choose your own way and accept yourself as who and what you are love yourself love yourself for who and what you are don't beat yourself up because you know you go running and you jiggle a bit so what don't be bothered about what other people think about you you, you just be bothered about how you feel about yourself and don't allow all these adverts and media people and dietitians and all that to rule your life when i'm a type 1 diabetic i don't follow their rules either i do it my own way and i am managing my diabetes very nicely thank you and i will continue to do so and i continue to improve my uh, fitness by doing all the walking about i do i look after myself diet wise as in um, in moderation but i still enjoy a pint i still enjoy slices of chocolate cake and in bags of crisps and stuff like that but i'm not stuffing my face with them that's the big thing too much of a good thing can be bad for you so can too much of a bad thing can be bad for you it's just everything in moderation so that's my message for this time hope you enjoyed it if you have any views about that please get back to me you can email me at jerry sadler and uh, no, <laughs> i'm using a different one there uh, jerry at punkliving.com and I'll, I'll put all i'll put all the other links in the show notes down below along with a link to the inspire nation uh, show as well and also to uh, sarah hayes commas uh, website where you can also purchase the book if you, if you want and it's not an affiliate link by the way uh, it's just something I, I feel I, I want to share with you because I think it'd be very inspiring her story is very inspiring listen listen to the podcast interview on Inspire Nation show because uh, I reckon you'll be inspired by that and maybe to purchase a book I'd certainly thinking about it well probably will buy the book actually 
because I'd want to refer to it and get some good tips out of it. Okay, that's it for now, and I'll speak to you again very soon.